You're listening to the Hope Community Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are glad you could take a few moments to check us out. If you have any questions, please message us on our Facebook page. Let's get right to the message. How's it going? We are hanging out outside because it is so beautiful today. Uh, hopefully you'll take an opportunity to do the same. Uh, we're so glad that you tuned in with us. Uh, if you haven't yet, please hit the share button. Send this to all your friends, family, those in your neighborhood, anyone that you know that needs a good old dose of hope. Uh, please share this with them today. It has been so awesome to see all of this uh, that we've been doing for the last few months go all the way around the world. And uh, you all have been a huge part in that in sharing these and letting folks know uh, about all that's going on and this message of hope. We are in the tail end of our summer adventure through the Gospel of Luke, and we have made it all the way to chapter 17 and 18. Now, next week, you need to be digging into chapters 19 and 20. And man, one of my favorite uh, stories. And the Gospels is in Luke chapter 19, so we'll look at that next week. But this week, uh, we're going to take a look at a few verses here in chapter 17, all right? So 17, 1 is where we're at. I'm going to start right there. I'm going to be reading from the New New Testament, which is the open translation, and uh, we're going to dig in, all right? Jesus said to his disciples, It is inevitable that there should be hindrances, but sorrow awaits the person who causes the hindrance. It would be good for him if he had been flung into the sea with a millstone around his neck, rather uh, rather than that he should prove a trap for even one of these little ones. Be on your guard. If your brother or sister does wrong, rebuke him or her. But if he or she repents, forgive him or her. Even if he or she wrongs you seven times a day, but turns turns to you every time and says, I am sorry, you must forgive me. You must forgive him or her. Verse 5, give us more faith, said the ambassadors to the master. But the master said, if you were, if your faith were only like a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. All right, so let's look at this. All right, Jesus is talking about life here, and he's sharing things with his disciples, and he, he tells them that, you know, in life, there's going to be obstacles. There's going to be stuff happen. There's going to be uh hindrances, things that take place. But we should be people that don't try or don't cause those obstacles or cause those hindrances, that we should be a people of peace. And he he shares a warning. He says, listen, if you uh, live by war, if you live by creating obstacles, obstacles and hindrances for other folks, um, it would probably be 
probably be easier for you to have a millstone around your neck and cast in the sea than it would be to actually live life and, and have to walk around facing all these people that you started war with. Um, he, he goes on to say that we should be on guard and that if anyone does this to us, that we should confront them about it. We should talk to them about it. I know the word rebuke there is used in a lot of English translation, but really that means to, to, to sit down and have a conversation with. And so if you have someone in your life that is constantly bringing obstacles and hindrances to you, then there should be a confrontation. There should be a conversation. It should be talked about. Um, and then it goes on to say that if that person, uh, even if they constantly try to bring these things along, if they ask for forgiveness, if they want to continue the relationship, that we should do so. Um, it's in the moments where the person doesn't want to admit or doesn't want to uh, talk about these constant warrings that are going on that those are the moments that you should say, you know what, we're going to have to... Uh, we're going to have to maybe have some distance here uh, because uh, I don't want to be a part of war. I don't want to study war. I want to be uh, a man or a woman of peace. That's what I want to walk in um, because I don't want to be a hindrance to anyone that's around me. And so it's some really good advice here that Jesus is bringing when it comes to a lot of the stuff that we're in right now because... Uh, the lifestyle or the, the attitude or the season that seems that we're in is one of war. War of words, war of attitudes, war uh, against each other. Uh, there's totally a whole system that's trying to paint one person against the other. Um, and so it's a constant, uh, it's a constant culture of obstacles. That's what's being presented. And so there's a constant want to fight over words, a constant want to fight over uh, things that are set before us. And Jesus is saying, listen, if that's the way you want to live, then you have to understand that the way of war is going to be very painful and lonely. And it would be easier if there was just a big, huge rock around your neck and you fell in the water. That life's going to be way easier than one of war. Um, and then he goes on to say, listen, now, in these moments, in these, in these seasons where you do have people that want to war with you, that want to fight with you all the time, confront them about it, talk to them about it, and basically give them opportunities to ask for forgiveness, and you should give forgiveness. So not only are we to be people of peace, but we're to be people of forgiveness. That's what should flow from us. Um, and the interesting thing is, uh, I've been reading uh, Thomas Merton a lot, and he, he has this uh, thing on war and peace, and he says the reason why people want to war all the time is because they see something in the other person that they either have not forgiven themselves for or that they themselves are struggling with, and so therefore they declare war on that thing in the other person and even demonize it and make it worse than how it appears to what is in them to make themselves feel better. 
and really honestly a lot of the arguments and a lot of the confrontations and the struggles that we see happening a lot right now is that we see in each other the things that we hate and so we attack it in the other person and we go after it and Christ is telling us that we should be men and women of peace and forgiveness that's where we should start and if it gets to a place where the person that we're trying to have peace with and trying to forgive, if they want to continue in ways of war and not seek peace and forgiveness, then we should distance ourselves from them. doesn't mean that we end relationship with them, but there should be a distancing. Because if we're constantly in the drama, if we're constantly in the war, if we're constantly in the struggle, that's eventually going to take us over. And so you might be asking yourself, how in the world do I even do that, right? Because that's all around me. How do I live as a man of peace? How do I live as a woman of peace? How do I live in this forgiveness that you're talking about? Well, the disciples asked the same thing. They said, give us more faith. Give us more. Because, you know, there's no way where we're at now we can do this. And what does Jesus say? He says, if your faith were only like a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it will obey you. Do you know how small a mustard seed is? You ever looked before? Google it. Google mustard seed right now. Click the image and so you can see how small a mustard seed is. It is little, all right? And Jesus is saying that if you have just the faith of that mustard seed, you can do this. You can live peace and you can live forgiveness. I love the message translation. It says, uh, if your faith were like a mustard seed that you already have. In other words, the insinuation here is that you already have the faith of a mustard seed. You've been given it. You already have it. You have everything you need right now in this moment to be a man and woman of peace. You have everything that you need right now to be a man and woman of forgiveness. God is love, right? God is love. You are created in his image. If God is love and you're created in his image, guess what you are? You are love, okay? The, uh, the, 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 the very definition of the creator is agape, right? So agape created agape. And the essence of agape is kenosis. Kenosis is self-emptying love. That's what Christ did when he was on the earth. Agape made manifest released kenosis which is self-emptying love he constantly emptied himself of the love that he received from agape so you're created in his image you're created in the image of agape and from you flows kenosis self-emptying love that self-emptying love that self-emptying love listen to me you have it that we called it on Tuesday night, we called it the love bucket. You've got a love bucket and it is constantly full because you are in agape and that agape is flowing and it is releasing and you're releasing this self-emptying love out, right? And you pour that out on others, okay? And from that comes peace and forgiveness. You have a mustard seed of faith, you do. And you can say to this mulberry tree, you can say to war, you can say to unforgiveness, you can say to brokenness and pain and all that, be removed. You have the ability to do that. It's in you. It resides in you. Because you are created in the image of the Father. You are created in agape. 
That's who you really are. Okay? You're not war. You're not unforgiveness. You're not the shame that other people put on you. You're not broken. You're not... Um, you're not the pain and the hurt that you feel. Okay? Those are all by byproducts of things that you're in. Byproducts of what other people have said. Byproducts of circumstances. But you are not that byproduct. Okay? And so healing is here for you today. Healing is here uh, in agape. So you can be who you were intended and created to be. Man, that is that is so good um yeah so uh i want you to take some time today take some time today and uh if you feel like your life is full of war right now if you feel like your life is full of just unforgiveness and hurt i want you to take some moments by yourself and maybe even get to a quiet spot and just say these words I'm tired of fighting I'm tired of the war I want to know peace Father show me peace today let me see it uh, around me let me see it in me help me understand that I am created in your image I'm created in the image of agape. You are love. I am love. You are life. I am life. I'm not going to study battles and fights and war anymore. I'm going to live from peace. Just, just take a few moments, and you don't have to. You don't have to say it like I said it. There's no magic. A mantra that you need to pray. There's no anything. It's just you taking a moment and connecting with the Creator. And whatever flows from your heart, allow it to flow from your heart. And then listen. Take a few moments and listen today. Hear what He has to say. Maybe you know in your in your in your family, it just seems like there's a lot of fighting and battles, and it just seems like your home is a war zone. And just take a few moments and get everybody to sit down. Maybe even just sit down on the floor and uh, breathe for a moment. And just look at each other and say, hey, we love each other. We're not going to fight. That's not, who we're, that's not who we are. We're a family of peace and love. This is where we live from. Just take a few moments and talk about it. Um, maybe you need to take a break from social media. Because uh, that seems like that's where a lot of fighting and war happens. Maybe you need to just take a break for a little bit. And uh, focus on yourself and your family. Reconnect, so to speak, with real uh, integration. Maybe you need to talk to somebody else, you know, uh, online. Maybe that way. Instead of commenting back and forth, actually send them a message and have a conversation. Maybe that'll help. But I want you to know uh, we're all in this together and we can do it. We're going to make it. We're in the middle of the year. 
getting ready to hit the last half. And it's been different. Um, but I truly honestly believe that we're t stepping into a season of no limits. No limits. Not that we don't recognize pain and hurt. Not that we don't see it happening in other folks. And not, and, and, uh, not that we're going to have to develop an attitude that we don't care. No. We do care. And that's why we're saying there's no limits. There's no limits to the response that we can have now in this moment. We're not going to allow other things. We're not going to allow politics. We're not going to allow systems. We're not going to allow what the culture thinks. Uh, we're not going to allow anything to hinder love. So there's no limits to love. There's no limits to peace. There's no limits to our grace. There's no limits to our forgiveness. And there's no limits to our response. That everything that we see is now an opportunity to bring healing and hope to others. So when we say no limits and we see someone that's hurting and in pain, there's no limit to our response to them in our love. <laughs> Apologize for the dogs here in a second. We're moving into a season where we're going to start seeing that there's no limits to where Hope Community is going to go. There's no limits to where your family is going to go. And there's no limits to where you are going to go. There are going to be opportunities for you to help more than ever before. There's going to be opportunities for you to grow even more than before. It's a new season that we're walking in. It's so good. So thank you guys for listening today. Once again, if you need anything, please, please contact us. You know, never have we ever said that we have all the answers. We don't, but we do have a response. And that response uh, is one of love and grace. And uh, we'll do whatever we can to help. Um, and if we can't, we'll try to find someone who can. Um, but please don't be afraid to contact us. Don't forget, Tuesday nights at 7, we have the dwelling. Uh, we've been talking about the heart. Uh, and uh, it's been really, really good. Um, so you need to tune in for that. Uh, and then Wednesdays, we have our watch-along uh, with the Chosen series, which has been going really well. Um, flashback Fridays where we post a message uh, from the past that's been really good uh, and uh, all kinds of other surprises so don't forget to check out wearehopecommunity.com don't forget to check out the Facebook page during the week don't forget to check out our Instagram lots of good stuff going over there as well but thank you guys for hanging out with us today we will see you Tuesday night 7 o'clock It's the second Sunday in August, and normally we do communion on the first Sunday, um, but I didn't have everything quite prepared that I wanted to share on the first week, so I got things together and thought we could do communion this week and um, maybe share a little bit from my heart. You know, we're in several months uh, into meeting online, and I know it's different, um, but the amazing thing is, is we've really come together. And I just want to encourage you uh, that, uh, I want to encourage you in this, that community hasn't stopped. It's actually grown and it's in a new wineskin. And you have the ability to communicate more than ever. And I just want you to know that those lines of communication are open like crazy. Uh, we can still come to the table and talk and share. Um, we do that via messaging and 
through things like this and then also old school phone messages phone calls whatever I just want you to know that we love you and that we're open to hear from you and to hear your heart as well and in this moment when we are reminded of what all Christ did for us that this will be a moment of love and grace and when we can share and know that uh, all the seats are open at the table and we can freely talk to one another um, in the last few days um, just in some conversations with folks and seeing some things that others have posted on uh, social media uh, the Holy Spirit has just stirred some things in me and and almost given me a um, I don't know if you want to call it a a phrase for the uh, rest of 2020 a uh, maybe a uh, statement for the rest of 2020 uh, to where we can start moving our hearts towards and that statement is no limits and what I mean by that is is that there is nothing limiting us from doing all that's in our heart to do uh, we as individuals as families and as hope community we are in a moment of no limits it doesn't mean that there's not pain and struggle it doesn't mean that there's stuff going on around us that brings hurt that that brings uh, uh, shock that brings even shame sometimes but where no limits comes in is is that we're not going to allow those things to stop us from moving forward and in places of pain we're going to be the ones that bring healing in places of shock we're going to be uh, there to bring peace in moments of instigation and aggravation we're going to be the ones who have uh, wisdom and understanding um, no limits doesn't mean that there's not obstacles and pain no limits means that we're going to be part of the process of bringing a response and bringing love and grace and so I challenge you today as we begin to take communion to set your heart in a moment where its response is going to be no limits there's no limits to where we're going to go there's no limits to where I'm going to go as an individual and in the creativity that I have and in this moment there's no limits into where my family is going to go in this moment even in the midst of, of pain even in the midst of financial struggle that there are going to be opportunities for me to create new things to step into new places to bring prosperity and hope to my family and to those around me in my neighborhood. There's no limits to what Hope Community can do right now in this moment. We're looking at the next five to six months. What's gonna be happening throughout the rest of 2020? And we can see it from the perspective of uh, all bad news, all negativity, all kinds of cynicism, or we can see it through the lens of Hope Dealers, bringing a rebellion of hope to those around us so they can see clearly the Father and how much He loves them. So we're going to take communion today with that in mind, that we sit at the table with the Creator of the universe. We sit at the table with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are welcome, and there's no limits to where we are going to go. There's no limits to the answers that we can bring to folks. So in remembrance of what Christ did for us and his body that was broken so that we could receive sozo, complete, total salvation and healing for body, mind, and soul. We take the bread today. And then we take a cup, the cup 
as a reminder that we are now a part of the new covenant, that his blood was shed so we could step into the new, so we could step into the understanding of who we really are because we see the Father for who he really is. We take the cup of hope, the cup of salvation, the cup of the new. Let's drink. Father, I thank you today. I thank you for uh, bringing us into this season of no limits, this season where we recognize, even in the midst of pain and anguish and hurt, opportunities. Those opportunities are not a place to neglect and, and suppress that pain and that anguish and the struggles, but it's a place to amplify positive responses, answers, positive awakenings to where we move into bringing hope and healing for everyone where we bring hope and healing to our neighborhoods father i thank you uh, that as hope community we are reaching into new areas new places and there are no limits to the touch and the reach that we have right now in this moment i thank you for all these beloved people that work with us to do this every week i thank you father you are so good amen Hi again. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope that we shared something that helps you wherever you are in your spiritual journey. Just so you know a little about us, we are Hope Community Church, and we believe that you are valuable beyond measure. We meet Sunday mornings at 1777 State Route 83 in Beverly, Ohio, and we would love to see you there sometime. For more info, go to www.wearehopecommunity.com.